Hey guys, in today's episode, I am joined by one of my subscribers, Silvio, who I've had the chance to meet a few times in person and now I can happily call my friend. We discuss the raving scene in Minneapolis, traveling solo to Tomorrowland, and how the EDM community has gotten him out of his shell. Silvio is such a genuine person. I can't wait for you guys to hear his story. So let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you all so much for being here. Happy freaking Wednesday. I am in the best mood. I'm also looking fabulous today, you guys. If you're watching on YouTube, I got like fully glammed out for no reason at all other than we're celebrating Pride Month. Hello, happy Pride Month to all of my beautiful LGBTQ ravers who listen. I haven't said it yet on the podcast, so definitely wanted to do an episode um, for you guys, and I plan to have more in the future, but just a quick shout out. Um, Today we talk a little bit about Pride. Silvio and I talk a little bit about it today, but I just had to say that first and foremost, so maybe that's why I got dressed up. You know, I want to look fabulous today. <laughs> um, what else is new, you guys? I, I'm i feeling good. I know it's crazy. It's already the end of June. Literally, what the hell? Where the hell did June go? I know this month started off on an extremely difficult note, especially in the United States, given the murder of George Floyd and all of the protests that followed, but... I personally have seen people still talking about things, still supporting the Black Lives Movement and Black Lives Matter movement, excuse me. And that's been really exciting to see. So let's keep that going. Let's continue the conversation. We are going to be talking about it today as well as Silvio just moved. um, He's lived in Minneapolis, but he just moved to downtown Minneapolis. So he was in the epicenter of all of this when the news broke. So we are going to talk a little bit about what it was like to be living in Minneapolis when this news broke about George Floyd and all of the protests and some of the looting and destruction that had happened with it. So we are going to be talking about that today. Um, Again, I've said it before, it's very important to me to use my platform and my voice for good and to talk about the things that matter. So that will be happening. Um, And we also just talk... A lot about Silvio's life. I'm sort of just jumping into things here, but you guys are going to get to know Silvio. Again, I've had the pleasure of meeting him a few times at festivals. Um, He was one of my subscribers from my YouTube channel, and this is like the best case scenario. When I get to meet you guys and then continue the conversation and become friends with you in real life, in person, that is just like the best thing ever. So I knew I wanted to have him on the podcast at some point, Um, and I'll get into a couple other little teasers in a second. But to kick things off here, thank you guys so much for being here and for checking out the podcast. Uh, If you could rate and review on iTunes, subscribe over on my YouTube channel, which is under my name, Emma Capotis. And you guys can give us a follow at RaveCultureCast on Instagram and on Twitter and at Emma Capotis on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I think that's all of the things. Oh, and lastly, I want to ask you guys a serious question, all right? Wherever you're listening from right now, be honest with me. Have you told a friend about this podcast yet? That's all. 
Have you told a friend? If you haven't yet, please take a second, send the link out to a friend today. Make this your Instagram stories and tag at Emma Capotis and at Rave Culture Cast in it so I can share all of your mentions and everything like that. Uh, word of mouth gets this podcast around in this community. So thank you guys for doing all that. Uh, lastly, we have a new Facebook group, which has been so exciting. Uh, it's a great place for us to continue the conversation and get to meet each other and hang out. And we are having our first family Zoom call this Friday, June 26th. It is at 9 p.m. Eastern. All of the details and the link to join the Zoom are in the Facebook group, you guys. So if you haven't already joined it, please send me a request. I will try to put a link in here if I don't remember. It's in the link in bio in the uh, in my Instagram account. So go check that out. And I can't wait for that. It's going to be so cool to see your faces, to talk to you, to hear from you. Um, so yeah, so I'm really, really excited to kick that off. Um, I want to get into our listener of the week because we have a really exciting and special one this week. So for any of you guys who are new and you don't know, listener of the week is a segment I do at the beginning of every podcast and it highlights one of our listeners and I like to do little shout outs for you guys. So you have to send in nominations or sometimes I pick them if I'm running low, but we are running low right now. So Send in your nominations to raveculturecast at gmail.com. That is raveculturecast at gmail.com. And just tell me a little bit about who you're nominating and why you're nominating them. And I will happily shout them out. But today, I have a little show and tell here. So again, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you'll get a little sneak peek. I wanted to shout out Hope Elizabeth today. What an absolute gem. She is an incredibly talented artist and uh, a listener of the podcast, obviously, and has been so supportive, and I just really appreciate her, and we've had a lot of conversations offline, which have been great, and she asked me if I would like a custom lunchbox skin design, because I have my lunchbox hydration pack, and I work with the team, and I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Of course I want a custom lunchbox skin, Um, and she's done some of her own designs which have been insane go check her out on instagram oh let me plug her account hold on it's at hope elizabethical at hope elizabethical i-c-a-l at the end um she's done these insane patterns and she has glow in the dark paints they all look so cool so i'm holding it up right now for youtube Oh my god, I posted this on Instagram as well, but she did a custom skin that says Rave Culture Cast at the top, and it's got this really freaking cool like dot pattern that's all rainbow with all these different colors, um, and it glows in the dark. She sent me some pictures under a black light. It is so incredible. This was so thoughtful, and I know how much time this took to make, so Hope, I just wanted to shout you out as our listener of the week this week because this is so incredibly special, and you guys literally never cease to amaze me with how talented you are and at the bottom she did a little I loved this touch this was so special she did a little YouTube Instagram and Spotify icon for the podcast and I cannot wait to wear this at a festival you guys will see me wearing that and you'll know it's me and you guys can run over and say hi and all of the hugs and all of the candy trades will happen so at Hope Elizabethical Love you, girl. Thank you so much for that gift. It was so incredibly thoughtful. I really, really appreciate you. And yeah, you are our listener of the week this week. All right, so no upcoming submissions, you guys. I have been cranking out interviews lately. I hope you're enjoying them. Again, please let me know your feedback. DM me, email me, post in the Facebook group. 
what you guys think. Um, I have a solo episode coming up next week, which it's literally been weeks since I've recorded a solo episode. I've, I've been doing so many interviews and I just really love them. Like I am loving getting to know other ravers in this community and the opportunities that have been popping up have been so incredible and it's I don't know I just really like vibing off of somebody else's energy and I'm always surprised by our guests like we always go off on tangents that I never expected and I feel leaving them I'm just so motivated and energized and it I just feel like I get so much value out of like talking to other people and letting them come on and share their thoughts and opinions so expect some really cool episodes maybe some artists coming up which will be cool so Yeah, so no upcoming submissions. Um, I'll let you guys know when we have a new topic to write in for. But to get into today's episode, again, I introed Silvio already. I believe the first time we met in person was Izu, if I'm not mistaken. And then we met again at EDC Orlando. And then in December, I went to the Eric Prids Hollow show in New York City. And Silvio came solo and we were DMing. And then I met up with him and then he hung out with me and my friend the whole night. So that was really cool that we got to like actually spend alone time and get to know each other better um and he's like fabulous I absolutely love him so again these are like the best case scenario when I when I get to have some more time with you guys and get to know you better so as I mentioned we're going to talk a little bit about living in Minneapolis I have all of the love in the world if you guys didn't know because I'm a massive Minnesota Vikings fan uh I became a Vikings fan because my fiance and his dad love the Vikings literally three years ago I didn't give a shit about football let me just insert that (laughs) in here but then now I'm like a massive fan we went to Minneapolis last year I think unless that was two years ago now was it two years ago? I think it was two years ago what the hell so we went there we went to U.S. Bank Stadium um, and it was so much fun it was my first time in Minnesota and we wanted to go back this year but I don't even know if football I don't even think football like games are gonna have fans at this point so I'll get back there, but all that's to say, I have a special place in my heart for Minnesota and Minneapolis, so Silvio and I talk a little bit about what the EDM scene is like there, um, what the nightlife is like there, how he's going to be celebrating Pride with his friends, which obviously, because of COVID, is not going to be as exciting because I don't think there are going to be parades or anything, but we talk a little bit about what the LGBTQ uh, scene is like in Minneapolis, Um, and then lastly, to kick uh, not kick it off at the end of the episode if you guys stick around um, Silvio actually did a solo journey to Tomorrowland so I asked him a ton of questions about what that experience is like and we just chat about in general like coming out of your shell and he's he said he was a little bit more of a shy person and the EM community kind of like brought him out of that so That's what you can expect from today's conversation. I don't want to spoil anything else. Uh, So let's get into the interview and let me plug his um, Instagram handle so you guys can give him a follow. It's at Slizabala. (laughs) I fuck that up every time. It's at S-L-Z-A-B-A-L-A, Slizabala, S-L-Z-A-B-A-L-A. Go check him out. He will be linked in the description. Uh, everybody, please welcome to the podcast, Silvio. What's going on? Welcome. Thank you so much for doing this. <laughs> I've never done this before, and I don't know how this is going to go, but... You're going to be great. But to kick things off, first off, 
uh, could you just quickly introduce yourself, like where you're from, what you do, um, and then when you got involved in the whole like Raven festival scene? So I'm originally from San Juan, Puerto Rico. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, grew up there uh, for nine years, then moved to New York City, and then lived there for seven years. Wow. And then it's a really long story how I ended up in Cole, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Minnesota. Yep. I came here for school. Oh, okay. Wow. Here for like 14 years now. I, I'm a health insurance broker. I work downtown Minneapolis. Okay. I'm living downtown Minneapolis too. Okay. And how are you liking it there? I absolutely love it. Yeah. yeah. I just moved to downtown Minneapolis. How has life been in like in Minneapolis for you? I really love it. I am planning to stay here for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I went to, when I moved to Minnesota, I moved to Duluth, um, mm-hmm. three hours up north. And I okay. went to high school there. I moved here in Minnesota when I was 16. And then graduated, went to St. John's University. Okay. And um, after college, I moved to Minneapolis. Okay. Absolutely love it. Yeah. And when did you get, so I was going to ask you what the raving scene is like in Minneapolis. Like, when did you get involved in, like, festivals and stuff? The raving scene in Minneapolis is pretty big, actually. I Mm. think it's one of the, like, compared to Chicago, it's pretty comparable, I feel like. Oh, wow. Okay. I actually started going to festival. I've been to festival, uh, but like not EDM festivals mm-hmm. before last year. Like I went to this country music festival called B Fest. Okay. You like country, country music. A little bit. I like. I I grew to like it more in the last few years. <laughs> I was super into country music for like very short period of time, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to like go and party and drink and whatever yeah right after college um 2014 i think Mm -hmm. yeah and that was my first festival it was a hot mess it was so much fun (laughs) i don't even know this like that was my first festival and then i started going to festivals again 2019 last year oh wow yeah oh i had no idea what was your first one back um my first one was ultra it was (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, that's a good one. And I just went ham. I just went. <laughs> I went um, to six festivals last year, and I was planning to do that again. Yeah. Twenty twenty, and then we got shit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It was so so horrible. Yeah, it got taken away from us. Did, just in general, like how how have the past few months been for you? What have you been up to? Um. Well, the year started off really good. Yeah. <laughs> Wolf. Well, here in the U.S., I mean, the mm-hmm. pandemic already started, right? You know, but like it didn't really hit in, uh, in the U.S. until like March. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first two months was so much fun. Like I went to um, Army Van Buren. Mm-hmm. It was so amazing. Um, and then I went to Jaws, I, and I think that was my last show. And Jaws was in February, I think. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot of fun. And then um, we were, I was. My friends and I were supposed to see Shami in Chicago. Okay. And it got canceled the, the day before. Oh, yeah. No. Was that in March? That was March. I forgot mm-hmm. the exact day. It was, it was like middle of March when like the pandemic was like in full swing. Right, right. In the U.S. And everything was um, starting to get shut down. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the first three months was amazing, I would say. 
um, work. I absolutely love my job. Yeah. No complaints there. Always so good. Um, and after March, like quarantine has been really, really, really tough and rough mentally, really, um, physically, because we're not we're not able to work out or exercise mm -hmm. in the gym. And I'm not the type of person that that do home workouts. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you do with home workouts? Oh, it's I'm trying, but it's not great. <laughs> oh, I can't. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just going going through it. No, I appreciate I appreciate you being honest and that's like definitely why I like doing this. I just want to talk to people and see how they're feeling because I feel like everybody's just on just like on a roller coaster of emotions and I don't know how it is in Minneapolis like are they starting to open things up because I saw your tweet about the gym. <laughs> uh, they're, starting, they're starting to open things up. Okay, good. I just went to the gym for the first time in like I think <laughs> three months. Yeah. Wednesday and it was so amazing. Yep. People stay open. Yeah. So I need to. I need to stay in shape. Have you always been into fitness? Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been lifting since I was like 14 years old. Really? <laughs> okay, so this is like ingrained in you, yeah. Because I don't think I've ever talked to you about this. Um, yeah, it's it's my whole life. Yeah. Like, really, really hard not being able to work out at a gym. Mm -hmm. Like you have no idea. Yeah. So, a lot of mental breakdowns just because. I miss the gym so much. Mm -hmm. oh, I know. I can't even imagine. I mean, like this completely just ruined everybody's routine, especially like if you were getting, getting in the groove of things, it's like, it just completely veered everybody off course of like their plans and just has made you need to adapt. And like, it has not been the easiest thing, like for sure. And especially like taking away the things that we all love to do has been like the hardest thing ever to cope with. And I'm glad that I'm glad the gym definitely is coming back for you. Cause that'll give you like one mental break, but I'm just like, I'm really, <sighs> I don't know. I'm like disheartened because I know concerts and festivals are going to be one of the last things to come back. But then it's just like kind of this mind fuck because then you see other parts of the country where they're having packed nightclubs right now. And you're just like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> and I feel like um, a lot of establishment are, are, are have, have like this, standard or like social distancing that they need to maintain mm -hmm. i don't think like every establishment or bar is like following that right they want to make profit they've been like losing money this entire time so i feel like mm -hmm. and, and it's so hard to enforce too right like right they keep taps on every single establishment right. I've, already, I've already started seeing um places like really crowded when they're not supposed to be mm-hmm Kind of scary. <laughs> I know. Well, they were. I was saying yesterday because uh, this weekend's a Digital Mirage Festival, and I'm pretty sure Shiba San his set like he was going to go play a nightclub. I think in Florida afterwards, and it was like completely sold out event, which is just so crazy to me right now. <laughs> that has been one of the biggest hurdles for me to mentally get over with because I'm in the New York, New Jersey area. So obviously, it's been horrible this entire time, and they've been so strict. But then to see other places who were lenient, pretty lenient the whole time. It's just like so weird to see your friends living somewhat of a normal life. And then you were like, couldn't leave the house for months on end. So it's just been like a weird thing because we're all still in the United States. So that, that has been hard to get over. So I also want to talk to you obviously about what's been going on because you're in Minneapolis. So you're right in the middle of everything that happened with George Floyd and all of the protests. So like, what was that experience like the last two weeks? Very, 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 very stressful. Yeah. Extremely stressful. Um, 
the first week when it happened, I barely could, could I could not sleep at all. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just like going, um, on social media and seeing everything that's happening. Oh man, like, ah, it was so, so stressful. Very, very draining. Um, especially like the first week, um, of everything happening, uh, and then going on social media and seeing that like this is happening in my own city, which is mm-hmm. like few few miles away. Right. Uh, I I, li- I live I lived in West St. Paul at the time, um, so I was not like in the middle of everything that was happening. Mm-hmm. A little bit farther, but still it was not too far, and I could hear the like the cops and helicopter. Like twenty four seven all the time, I couldn't sleep. Yeah, um, it was really stressful, and I don't know. And then seeing all the destruction and rioting, and like, I get why it was happening. I get it. Obviously, I don't want it to happen, um, mm-hmm. but I get why it was why it was happening. So, and you you moved in the process of all that too, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, oh my God. I was now sitting like uh, I want I wanted to puke like. Ugh. I thought of like having to move in the middle of like a rioting protest. Mm-hmm. Or it was it was really really bad. It was, yeah. was um and then and then we also had a curfew. Mm. So that put a, a, another barrier for me to be able to Right. Where you are now, like was there any destruction in the area you're in or was it mainly in like one place? Um so downtown Minneapolis, there I've seen maybe like two businesses that have that have been um, uh, looted, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not that bad compared to like Lake Street, um, mm-hmm. where everything was happening. Okay, so I feel pretty safe in downtown Minneapolis, mm-hmm. uh, especially right now, two weeks later. Right, right. But at that time, um, I, I still feel a little bit safer mm-hmm. because. It wasn't like too bad compared to Lake Street, but right. I was, by the way, just for full disclosure, I was not part of the looting and rioting. Yeah, um, definitely did protests um, at one point. Sure, peaceful protests. Um, but police were really like attacking us. Um, and we just us being peaceful. I mean, I mm-hmm. it didn't happen to me specifically, but I know people that were out there and. Yeah. Nothing was happening. They were not doing anything bad. They were just there. Right, right. And the police would like tear gas them. Jeez. No, it's been like insane to see like on social media. And I know, yeah, it's been like two weeks now, but I know, of course, the media coverage isn't going to cover as much anymore. But I know there are still protests, protests happening everywhere. I think there's stuff going on in Seattle as well. And there's all these like murals being painted, which are really cool. But I think like the main thing is just to keep the focus and attention still on this so that they can't just be like, okay, next, next news story. What's the next thing? Like, I, I don't think people are going to allow that to happen. No, they're not. They're not going to allow that to happen. I mean, we still having protests every single day. I mean, yeah. I think it's like our 12th day. From wow. Um, yeah. It's still happening. Um, big or small, it's still happening every single mm-hmm. day. I like this. Um, the media is, trying to minimize that Mm -hmm. right right i don't know why but yeah it's it's so messed up how so 
I'm trying to think in relation because I've only been to Minneapolis the one time. Obviously, I went for a Vikings game, but how is, are you near that area? What are you are you living around that area or no? Well, I live like maybe like ten minute walk from the, the stadium. Uh, this back stadium, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, cool. I, I want to come to a show there because I walked by. What's the name of the main venue? I like walked by it. Armory. The Armory. Okay, that's what I thought it was called, and I was like, oh my god, I want to go to a show here so bad. <laughs> Yeah, and the sisters are so fun. The armor is so beautiful. It's, I think, one of the best venues I've, you know, I go to ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know what was the max capacity, but it's pretty big. At least, I would say at least 7,000. Jeez, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and you said too, like you said, there's a pretty good rave scene. So is it more like clubs and stuff like that, or are there other pretty big venues? I think the armory is the main one mm-hmm. um, for like bigger, bigger acts. Right. We have other um, smaller venues, um, mm-hmm. like Skyway, The Loft, and we just got um, one, we just opened up a new um, establishment, new, um, it's called the Fillmore, Minneapolis. Okay. I need to check that, but yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have that very, like, many, like, really. Right, right, right. We have the Armory, the Skyway. And then the loft. Oh, and then First Avenue. Um, First Avenue is another smaller venue, but there's not very many EDM shows there that I go to at least. Okay. But the Armory, that's that's where it's at. (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah, I go to the Armory all the time. It's so fun. Yeah, they got in big acts because even when I walked by, it was in September and I remember, I think it was like Seven Lions, Reds, they had posters for I was like, what the fuck is this? This is amazing. Garrett's was here in September. Oh, wow. okay. Well, so then my next question is how, I mean, obviously it literally sucks because nothing's open, but it's Pride Month this month. So like, what is the gay scene like in Minneapolis? <laughs> I, I'm trying not to be too involved right now. Yeah. I don't, I like, there's nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have my gay friends, um, but we all try our best to like, limit our interactions just mm-hmm. just safe. I don't know yeah but right now because we're opening opening up we are um trying to hang out a little bit more right um, I don't know how that gonna look like in the next few weeks how it depends mm-hmm. on how things played out I don't think how things I don't know how things are gonna play out in the next few weeks um mm-hmm. like we, with the reopening of Minnesota mm-hmm. uh, but depending on that I'll be able to hang out more with like my friends and um, this gay bar in Minneapolis called the Saloon is the is our the, the go to gay bar that we that all the gays go right. to like very clubby. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so they're open right now, but they have a, I'm sure they have a capacity. Not not none of my friends are going yet, but mm-hmm. we're hoping that at some point we're able to go and like party our ass off. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that first time back is gonna be the best thing ever. <laughs> Is there anywhere you can go on like the weekends or something like that? Or are you pretty much staying put right now? So I'm staying put right now. Um, but I mean, we can, we, my friends and I are actually planning today to go to um, a park and just kind of hang out there and drink a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are some bars right now that, that are open. Um, right. But I'm staying away from that for a while just to see how things are playing out. My gay friends 
were uh, we're planning to go to like the main gay bar that we go to at some point just to kind of support because mm-hmm. money, <laughs> right? Even though like it may risk our life, our lives, but we have to like socialize a little bit more and mm-hmm. also support our staff, like our bars, so that they don't go out of business, right? Many restaurants and um, bars that are literally just like gone because right. They can't, they need, they need customers, they need people to yep. spend money. So I am planning to like, at, at some point, as soon as possible, um, when it's, when I feel safe, I'm going to try to support the restaurants and establishments that I want to keep. Yep. Yep. With your experience living in the city so long, were you in, uh, probably not, were you into like going out and everything at that point or? Uh, in New York City? Yeah. Um, I lived there for from nine to like 15. Okay. So you were younger. Nine to 16. So I was too young. Yeah. yeah. Didn't really um, do anything. Yeah. I, I, growing up, I've always been a hermit. Okay. I didn't really go out, didn't do it. Like a lot of stuff with friends. Um, and then when I moved to college, that's when I started being more, a little bit more social. Okay. Wait, let's unpack this. So what happened? <laughs> if you don't mind, what changed for you? Was it being in a new place or? Um, being in a new place with more open-minded people. Um, and I don't know, I just, I just feel way more comfortable where I went. I went to St. John's University. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, feel, I feel way more comfortable um, in Saint, at St. John's. I, like growing up, I, I just didn't like made the right, like the right friends. Mm-hmm. I just didn't see a lot of similarities. Um, right. But in, in college, I was able to find my my group of friends. I I played rugby, and that was a huge part um, in college. And most of my friends were rugby players, so that was kind of easy. Wow. Okay. Once once I joined something like I I did play sports in high school, but that was it. It was there was no like camaraderie mm-hmm. of college rugby, and from there I kind of expanded and made a lot of friends yeah so who's like your rave crew because i wanted to say you were in our group costumes costumes video because you guys have some awesome outfits when you go to raves and stuff like that so who's like who was in your rave crew um right now uh i would say matt kamala you know him yeah yeah um and then alex um basically those are my two main like you know, rave fam, and then we just have multiple people that come kind of in and out, or just like join us mm-hmm. whenever they're they're able to. But those are like my two main rave family right now. Okay, and do they live in Minnesota as well, or is that like you meet up at? Yeah, they they live in Minnesota, but I do have like other friends like across you know the states. Right. Join us whenever we we want to go to a festival. That's 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 how it works. You just have you just need like three people. Mm-hmm. Or- to like commit and then right. you know we know people like hey you want to join us and do this and go to yeah, yeah. work right 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 so when so for the six festivals you did last year like h- how did that happen did you have them all planned at once or did you do ultra and then it like skyrocketed from there <laughs> oh no i planned i planned it I you planned did it pretty much all at once um 2018 uh i was like really looking to festivals and mm-hmm. I discovered your YouTube channel too. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs>
and I was watching that. I still watch that all the time. Yay! Um, so actually, you kind of like like inspired me to like. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, what I, I was like, what have I been doing all my life? Why am I not doing this? this is, <laughs> That's awesome. I've been going to shows uh, for many years. I, I really love um, ADM, and I was like, why not go to a festival and see a bunch of like artists that I love? Mm-hmm. So I had to do it for 2019. So 2018, I was kind of um, already like fall of 2018. That's when I kind of planned everything. Like, okay, I'm okay. I'm, um, ultra and then I'm doing um, what was it spring awakening mm. <laughs> Chicago um, well near Chicago at that time and then not too far and then ADC Las Vegas for sure ADC Las Vegas that was like for sure that I yeah. planned right away I think that was my second one that I planned and then spring awakening just kind of lingered mm-hmm. already in the back of my head in right. 2019, for 2019 but it it just like kind of fall fell like you know Mm-hmm. to Tomorrowland. I also planned Tomorrowland in 2018, like fall. Like I bought all this stuff. Right. In 2018. Okay. Gotcha. And, and then Izu, Electric Zoo, mm-hmm. was also like a maybe. Like we'll see how I feel because I've already done like four festivals by then. Right. Body can handle it. <laughs> and after Tomorrowland, I was like, gosh, I just, I, I'm just gonna do it. And and I already like had a, a friend group already planning on going. Okay. And, to my friends like i'll let you know after tomorrow and like um (laughs) how i feel and then after tomorrow i was like sealed the deal yeah i'm doing it so i (laughs) I mean too easy yeah and then for adc orlando that was also like like on the back on my mind like i might be doing Mm -hmm. and then after easy i decided like yes i need another festival yeah 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 Oh, that's so awesome. Wait, so Tomorrowland, like, because you, you plan some back-to-back, because I always wonder, I'm like, e- EDC Las Vegas is such an undertaking, but so is Tomorrowland. So, like, what was that experience like for you? Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, I would say Tomorrowland is my favorite festival. It is, yeah. Uh, it, it, it was really, really hard to get a ticket. Uh, I, think, I think last year it took me, uh, well, yeah, last year it took me, like, maybe three hours to get through and get my mm-hmm. ticket. So it was pretty exciting that I got, I got through. And right. I, was, I also did um, a, a global journey where I, tra- by the way, I went to turn around by myself. You went by yourself? I was just going to ask, who did you go with? <laughs> yeah. Damn. The whole experience was magical. Wow. My, my, my fairy festival, the whole experience before going to Tomorrowland, so beautiful um and it's also the most expensive one <laughs> yeah, yeah i bet did you camp i did yeah, I yeah. Did. okay tomorrowland um i planned like it, it takes a lot of planning mm-hmm. it's going happen um right. two weeks I, I, I took two weeks off to, to, to yeah to, i feel like you have to yeah yeah well you don't really have to um but if you want to like travel and see other cities mm-hmm why not? Like, if you're going to go to Europe, why not travel around? Like, right. My yeah. one friend said, um, I'm going to give away all the secrets, but he said one of the packages that he did that he loved was he flew to Amsterdam and then there was a bus or a train from Amsterdam there. And he said that was a good option. So I'm like potentially looking at that probably for two years from now, but 
I can't decide. You know how, like, even with this year, I'm like, I don't even know what is going to happen this year. So I can't even think about it. But because I 1000% want to do EDC Las Vegas, especially like depending on what happens with this year. And then I kept my electric forest ticket. And I don't know, I think it'd be too tight to do all three of those, but it just totally depends on like what my work situation is at that point. And it's already sold out. Yeah, and, and that too. <laughs> yeah. they cancel, I mean, they cancel this year and then just move every to like all Yeah, yeah. It's already sold out event. I don't know how they're going to sell tickets. And if they do, it's going to be impossible to get through because- That's what I'm nervous about. Like this year, Emma, it took me like, uh, I would say eight hours to get through it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, this is my question to you about Tomorrowland. Because I always felt like, well, one, I haven't done any European festivals. But two, to me, there are some festivals in the United States that I've done. And I'm like, you know, I can check that off my my list. And there are some that skew a little bit on the younger side. And for me, like Tomorrowland, I feel like I could do, you know, as long as I would want to do it. So I'm like, I don't mind waiting for that so that I can save up the money and do it right. Yeah. You are absolutely right. And the age group at Tomorrowland is uh, much older than any other festival I've been to. Okay. I would, I mean, I'm sure this is, this is out there that would say exact, the exact age group, but I would say 27 to 32. Mm-hmm. That's okay. what I, I saw. But yeah, like that. There's many. Right. Yeah, see, that's why I'm like, okay, so that, that's why I said in 2021, I, because people are carrying over their tickets, I'm not, not even going to try. So I'm just going to try for EDC and then Electric Force and then throw in some smaller ones. But, but the big one would be Tomorrowland in 2022. Oh my God, that's so far. <laughs> Let's do it. I, I'm planning to go to Tomorrowland for a few years uh, in a row because it was so, so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What was it like being alone? Like, did you meet people right away or? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Um, so I did the Global Journey, this corporate Europe package where you get to travel with all these people that are going to the festival, right? And you get to choose and, and pick um, the cities that you want to travel with these people. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, I think my, my group, I, and I might be wrong with these numbers because it, it's can't remember exactly but I think my group in every city was about 80 people mm. so easy like you can be friends that like yeah and also um I was not the only one that was going alone so there was a lot of people that were just on, by themselves and you're forced to like interact and meet different people mm-hmm. so I made friends right away I'm, um and then like I also hang out with them at the festival too mm-hmm. so if you are going to go alone to Tomorrowland, I recommend doing Discover Europe where you're thrown into this tour group. Right. And every time you change cities, it's a whole new group of people, new, like, so cool. many different opportunities to meet people. So I, I have no issues. That's so cool. I love that. So you, wait, so how long were you in, like, each city for? Was it, like, a couple of days and then you moved? Three days, yep. Wow. I went to Berlin, for three days, oh my gosh, Berlin, oh, <laughs> uh, so fun, that was my first city, Berlin, and then I went to Paris, wow, Paris was beautiful, but I was beat by, after Berlin, like, <laughs> I can't even imagine, yeah, but I forced myself to, like, make it out at least once, 
uh, I was also there for their independence. So, and I was, I saw the fireworks at the Eiffel Towers. Wow, that's so cool. And then after Paris, I went to uh, Brussels and was there for like two nights, which is like really close to the festival. Mm-hmm. And, and then I went to Tomorrowland. So the whole trip was like exactly two weeks. Right, right. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely the way to do it because there's so many of those places that I haven't been to yet. And I, if, if you're going to go all the way over there, that's my thinking. I'm like, I'd want to hit a couple places for sure just to see everything. So goddamn organized. I was really, really... <laughs> that's awesome so do you think like you said you were a little bit of a hermit growing up do you think like the EDM community has like gotten you out of your shell a little bit yeah absolutely um the the EDM community is really really welcoming and it's just so fun to like hang out with people that you know I relate to Mm -hmm. like music like connects us and yeah also like I I I became more like of an extrovert because I you know, play sports, and also, like, I came out, too, and when I came out, I, I accepted myself, and I was more open. Mm-hmm. It was a lot easier to, like, make friends after coming out, um, mm-hmm. and just being myself. I thought. Awesome, yeah, and this community, too, like, I just feel like we get lucky, because it it is unique to other genres and things like that because people are just so like and you get that feeling right off the bat like people are just so welcoming like no matter what they're non-judgmental and so it, it you just feel like comfortable stepping into this environment which is great i feel like uh the, the gays are very very welcome in the Indian community mm-hmm. i honestly haven't had an issue with not yep. included or part of the community at all no. oh that's awesome that's good to hear no, and it's, it is like and what you said about the Tomorrowland traveling too, like initially traveling alone, my like alarms go off because I'm like, oh, it's a safety thing. But I feel like because you're going for this common interest, like it wouldn't even be a concern for me just because I, I would just like, maybe that's naive, but I would just trust that everybody there is going to, you know, is there for a good time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you, you'll meet so many friends right away. And then yeah. you- Oh, it was so much fun. Oh, I love it. I do that again this year. I, yeah. I actually bought the Discover Euro package. Okay. I was gonna I was gonna go to Ibiza. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god, don't even say that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it will happen. It will happen. You will get to do these things, I promise. <laughs> and there'll be so much I just keep telling myself, I'm like, these things are gonna not that I didn't appreciate them, but they're going to be so much sweeter when you get to do them again, because you really will like enjoy every second of it. And there's so many times like at festivals, usually I do stay the, the whole extent of it, but even now, like I'm going to want to be there from like gates open till last call, just because I want to like enjoy the whole thing. The first festival I get to go to after <laughs> all this, I'm literally going to be falling my eyes out at the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Or- yeah, with everybody. With I think we're going to see a lot of that. Yep. That'll be me. All the hugs. We'll have all the candy. It's going to be so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, before I let you go here, plug all of your, um, you know, plug your Instagram account. Where can people find you? Um, same um, handle. S as in Sam. L as in Lidio. Zabala. Z-A-B-A-L-A. That's everywhere. And thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate you being like, super open and honest about everything. 
Alrighty, you guys, let's give a big thank you to Silvio for coming on today and for being so open and honest about how he's feeling right now and just like what he's going through because again, I feel like it's just really important to talk about like our mental health right now and even though we're getting into summer and even though it might seem like a couple things are opening up, you can't deny like how hard the last few months have been and I think we've all literally been through the ringer. So like I said to him, I think it's very important to have these conversations and not like make it come off like, oh, it's all rainbows and butterflies and we're all fine and we're walking around and like we don't have any more issues that all went out the window and we're just like used to this new normal. Like that's not how it is. Like we have good days and we have bad days. So I'm very happy that we talked about it. Uh, I loved the Tomorrowland conversation we had, and I can't wait to get back to Minneapolis. I want to go to a show there at the Armory, so freaking bad. So if any of you guys live over there in the area, um, it will happen one day. I got to make it like a special show that I come out there for. Um, But anyway, you guys, let's get into EDM news and wrap this episode up. So we have a couple of exciting things to talk about here, actually. Okay, so where do I want to start? Beyond Wonderland um, is having another like live stream weekend, which is actually just passed this past weekend. Um, So I was really, really excited for that. Um, It's going to be happening tonight. I'm recording this Saturday, uh, May, I was going to say May 20th, Saturday, June 20th. Um, But they dropped a couple teasers. So my heart sank. Actually, is that the right word to say? Maybe not my heart sank. My heart stopped. Because they posted a little teaser poster of New York City with like all of the mushrooms and the Beyond Wonderland like drawings and things like that. And it said New York, New York. You guys, I literally almost myself. I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Are we getting a Beyond Wonderland in New York? Because I will freak out. I've said this time and time again, we do not have enough insomniac events on the East Coast, especially in the Northeast. Like, I I don't even know if we have one because ADC New York stopped happening in 2016. I think that was the last one that I went to and that's the last one that happened. So we, you know, we're lacking. We've got Izu, which is good. And then, you know, what else is over here? We have Firefly and Governor's Ball, but we really need some strong EDM festivals. And I remember with Pasquale's state of the like union or whatever state of insomniac that he did at the very beginning of the year they had all of these huge announcements and one of the announcements was going to be like the expansion of some insomniac events to new locations in 2021 so I am so excited if we get a beyond wonderland in New York I will be over the moon of course I will go they also dropped a teaser poster a few days later um in Shanghai, China, I believe. So they are, will be getting a Beyond as well, as far as I know. Um, of course, uh, you know, I read the comments on there and people just love to be negative and say like negative comments. Like no one will just let something be exciting. All the comments were like, I didn't even get my refund for Beyond yet, which I completely understand if you're frustrated by that, but like not the time and place, okay? Like, can we just be happy about something? Does everyone have to make it like a shitty situation? Like your refunds are coming. I'm sure they're working on it. But um, it is interesting to tease a new location for something when we don't even have festivals happening right now or or know when they're going to come back. So in my opinion, I would think that these festivals are going to be like summer, if not fall 
that's my humble opinion. Like I could see Beyond Wonderland New York being in summer 2021 or maybe like Izu is in, it's usually Labor Day weekend. So even a Beyond Wonderland in like September in New York would be beautiful. The weather's still really good here. But I wouldn't mind it. I would love a Beyond Wonderland next summer in New York. So anyway, I'm rambling. That's all very exciting. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, There have also been some teasers in the news and a couple of um, websites saying uh, there's whisperings of Tomorrowland 2021 potentially being three weekends. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, somebody else, I think it might have been EDM Maniac, I could be incorrect, but they were also tweeting things about EDC Las Vegas being two weekends in 2021, like in May. So I'm all for it at this point. I feel like ticket sales, when festivals come back, I think ticket sales are going to be so hard to come by. I think things are just going to sell out so quickly and it's going to be effing impossible to get to go to anything so even if just for 2021 these festivals extend their dates like edc las vegas easily could be two weekends they put so much time and effort into building those stages like why not keep them up for two weekends i think that'd be amazing because it's already sold out and if october gets canceled which i am pretty sure it probably will get canceled everyone's going to keep their tickets And it's going to be so hard to get tickets in the spring. And like, of course, I want to go next year. So I hope they do two weekends. I think that would be awesome. Same for Tomorrowland. Again, you know, so much time and effort goes into it. Why not just like do a third weekend so that more people will be able to attend? And then in 2022, go back to being one or two weekends. Um, I'm sure people would say the same thing about Electric Forest. It was always two – well, it wasn't always, but there were a couple years there where it was two weekends, and then last year and this year it was supposed to be back to one, and that was to preserve the environment um, that it's in. So I don't think they'll do two weekends next year unless all of a sudden they feel like it's safe enough for the environment to do that, but we shall see. I'm curious what you guys think about festivals in 2021 – adding another weekend just to like make up for missing a year let me know your thoughts on that uh there was also a lot in the news about Ibiza or Ibiza whatever you want to say um not opening nightclubs for 2020 which if any of you guys are unfamiliar Ibiza is like the EDM hub in Europe like one of the biggest like that's like the party place to go their nightclubs are insane I've heard like some of my friends have gone like Every major DJ in the world plays there. A lot of them have residencies, so you can catch them there all summer. And it's just like the party place. If you're an EDM lover, like go there. It's someplace on my bucket list for sure. So when they announced that like we ain't having a party summer this summer, like that was huge. Like that is such a bummer. Um, I have seen other news reports come out saying like, well, it's not everything's going to be closed. So I'm curious to see, but it kind of sounds like, I mean, once Tomorrowland was canceled, I kind of had a feeling Europe would follow after that. So I don't think it's going to be anything like what it normally is. And uh, it's unfortunate for anybody who was planning to go there this year. So I hope you guys are able to, to make up for plans and go another time. I will hopefully go there in the future as well. All right. I think that's all I have for EDM news from this past week. Uh, My song recommendations for the week, you guys, we had a lot of heat come out, Um, but I actually want to start on a on a slower note. So I have been oops, I just played one of the songs. Oopsies. Um, 
I have been meditating every morning since probably since May. It's a new thing for me. Like I was doing my morning workouts, but like my stress levels were so high. I was like, let me just try meditating and like taking some time. And I've started reading tarot cards. So every morning I pull cards for myself so that I can learn them. And one of the best albums that I've been listening to, like it's all I listen to pretty much, is the Above and Beyond Flow State album. Um, I love it. They have some spoken words in it, but it is just like the perfect combination because it's above and beyond and it's like stuff you can listen to for yoga um, or meditation and it's so mellow and I love it. So I listen every single morning. I don't really have too many favorites. I like Sun in Your Eyes. That one's really good. And I like Flow. Which other ones do I like? Ebb and Flow. There's so many good ones. So I 10 out of 10 recommend that album if you guys like need something a little bit more chill, a little bit more zen. It'd be good to put on in the background like while you're working and you just want to focus. Um, I've also been listening to a lot uh, Nobody Like You by Lewis the Child. It's just such an like, uplifting, fun summer song. So I've been really liking that when I go on my walks around the block. Uh, I also like the song called The Feeling by John Dahlbeck. Uh, that's like a house banger, very high energy. So again, that's The Feeling by John Dahlbeck. And lastly, I got to recommend the new Abraxas song. It's called Half of It. If you guys are a Seven Lions fan, you got to check out his side project, Abraxas. Fire. If you're a side trans fan or a trans fan, you'll love it. This song, Half of It, the first drop is Chef's Kiss. It's fabulous. So uh, really, really digging that. And I can't wait to see um, Abraxas live at, at some point. So you guys, whew, I talk a lot. That's the end of our episode. Thank you all so much for checking this one out. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Silvio. Um, big shout out to him for coming on this week. Uh, again, if you guys could tell a friend today and make this your Instagram stories, tag at RaveCultureCast and at Emma Capotis. I would very much appreciate it. Um, you guys can also follow me on my YouTube channel, uh, Emma Capotis, and rate and review on iTunes, subscribe, follow, do all of the things. Go check out the Facebook group, you guys. I hope you all can make it to the Zoom call this Friday. That's going to be so much fun. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have a good time. We're all going to chat. Uh, and I might have some little like sneak peeks of things that I want to run by some of you. So it'll only be mentioned in that Zoom call. So you don't want to miss it. All right. I think that's all I have. Um, thank you all so much for listening. And I will be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.